You're listening to Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a podcast episode about answering for anime. We're from the TalkofSpirit.com website. You can go there for all of our anime, new and old, as well as our wonderful community, the form links at the top, social media links on the right side, and all that good stuff. You're uh, answering yes. for anime? We're answering for anime. I don't know how you can do that. So when somebody says, why do you watch anime? Or, or isn't that those cartoons from Japan or, or China? He's well, China. Of course. He's a China. <laughs> it's, it's, what is it? Chinese cartoons? Chinese cartoons, yes. Yeah, yes, that's what yes. it is. But yeah, this is a kind of a thrown together podcast episode. I, of course, I've been preparing for the next two weeks, which we will not be together. So we're going to have to pre record them. Um, and this was like a topic that I've kind of been throwing around my head a little bit. And when I started making the outline, I'm like, okay, I'm not really, it's really going to be one of those episodes where here's the bullet points and just hope we get in some rabbit holes of discussion because there really is much to prepare for it it's really just purely our opinion on experiences and how we respond to people who look at us from the outside in so hopefully we'll get some discussion going if not this might be quick 20 minute episode uh i'll just continue here to talk about how we're going to talk about stuff that way there you go that's that's one way to fill some some time yes like i said it the concept here is really to kind of talk about mainly the stigmas that anime has, what the, what people kind of see bad about anime and why they don't touch it or why they look down on people for liking anime and what are those reasons. Uh, diving into what parts of that whole thing is really justified and then kind of getting into how we can kind of break those those boundaries. Our opinion on some possible ways you can go about telling people about anime and uh, hopefully convert your friends probably not. i doubt it <laughs> probably not because it's very situational uh but yeah let's, let's let's dive right into it then uh i'm gonna start things off with the stigma that is uh surrounding anime what what makes people cringe when they hear that you are an anime fan because okay i guess we can start things off by talking about our own personal experience i mean me growing up i had one friend who was into anime when i was in my uh teens early teens into my uh late teens was about pretty much the person that got me really truly into what truly was anime, and uh, thank him for that. <laughs> and that was my that was my uh, my outlet growing up. When I when I met him, he pretty much got me really into the true anime stuff. So I wasn't really into it before. So he really is. I was. I may have been his outlet. I for all I know, 
I don't remember him having many friends around him that were in anime. It was just really me. Uh, so we were we were kind of bouncing off each other. We were both each other's outlet when we were in like junior high, high school. Um, and then when I moved away from where I was born and raised, uh, I lost my outlet. And I ended up finding some other friends at the the place that we ended up going to. And but I didn't really connect too much with them because it was just after a move, after you know being in where we originally were for a long time. And then after that, it was really my only outlet was online. Thank, I mean. <laughs> All the kids <laughs> that are growing up with the internet, be thankful for the fact that the internet is a great way to have an outlet to contact people that are into something you're into. Because back then, when I was in high school, when I was in school, um, early school, your only outlet was really your friends around you. There was no really any way of contacting more people or even being able to find people uh, so easily. Uh, so yeah, of course, when I was uh, past school, I pretty much got into my outlet was people on the internet. So, um, and now as I am now, of course, again, uh, internet is my outlet and I only have one coworker that I found out that was into anime. And so I talked to that person every now and then about, about anime. Um, but of course my, my brother, um, is my only other real outlet besides the internet's how about you? When I was your age. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the internet was just kind of coming into its thing when I was in high school. So, I mean, Andrew was only a couple of years after me, and it was pretty much in its prime at that point, right? Mm, internet? Yeah, because I, I, I was 95 to 97, and so it was still kind of just, becoming a thing it was late high school yeah um i mean even though it was there i mean it's been there for a long long time but having easy access to it not you know paying uh buco's amounts of money for a computer to be able to and then having a connection that costs money and right dial up and it was literally uh we had uh we had our computers in the school and and i was and i had one of the original geo cities so yeah um gosh (laughs) <laughs> i had three three or four GOC uh sites that i built did you i think one's still up there i don't know well i don't know i can't find mine i had, anymore, I, had an so. am, I had an anime shrine one which i had a bunch of pictures of anime uh, characters and different shows i liked and i had one for ultima online i had like three for ultima online so did you ah uh, the the old days yeah what can i say um <laughs> my inner my anime thing though is I wasn't, I was in it, but I didn't really have a lot of friends around me that were into it. So my, my, the only ones that I can really think of is when I was in the army and I had a friend that, uh, that I bounced off of a lot of during that time frame. But outside of that, it's only been me and Andrew that are, has pretty much been my anime outlet per se. It was really um, cool when I finally went to go visit him when he was in the army, and it was like, "Holy crap! Look at all these DVDs." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the uh, outside of Andrew, I've never really had. I've, like I said, I, I would bounce here and there, one person or there, but it it's never been a real constant thing for me. It's pretty much been Andrew all the way through. I think, I think the sad thing though is then, of course, that that transitions to uh, our experience with people that because it, it's oh, it's when I was young. I never really talked much about with besides, uh, you know, uh, my friend and every now and then anybody that would listen in on our conversation, talk to them a little bit about it. And they, they didn't really seem to care. Uh, but for the most part, like growing up, I really had no 
any experience that I had with people that weren't into anime, it always seems to be something that you don't really, for me, I never really brought it up. I wasn't very open about it because it was always one of those things that every time I did open up about it, it was, the conversation always turned to like, oh, okay. And they kind of like, <laughs> they turn away like, oh, it's that thing. I, I don't really care. Or they either some, seem to don't care and they just want to change the conversation. Some, I've had some that feel uncomfortable with the conversation. And it's like, wow, why are we uncomfortable about this? What's the big deal here? Uh, a lot of them are just, they don't understand it. They don't get why they'll be interested in that. Or they just have, of course, back then there was no access to it. So you're telling somebody about a show, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to watch it on Saturday night or Saturday morning cartoons or something like that. Uh, but in the adult age, it's more difficult because for me in my position at my work, it's like I don't really want to be open about it because there is business partners and stuff that are kind of uh, – you might talk to a coworker, but they might talk to a business partner, crack a joke about you being the anime, and that might be an issue for some kind of business uh, thing. And I think that's the the most – sad thing about the whole thing is why should like the big thing around where we live is hunting and football right and some people aren't fishing and so if you are talking if you go up to somebody and say man i just went out and got a buck everybody would like oh wow really how big was it and then you know you do the measurements and you're talking about this buck it's got these many horns so it's that many points and so that that becomes this big old thing, and like all these people or these business partners and everybody just kind of crowd around this idea of, oh wow, you got this hunt, and when are you gonna go out again? And yeah, I got a new gun. It's this gun or football, and they they start talking about football, and this player just got drafted or whatever, and it's like that becomes this big huddle up, and it sucks because I can't be involved in that because I have no interest in that. I have interest in anime. I'm not gonna walk up to them and say, man. <laughs> I was watching this uh, this show here last week, and it was just great. Well, what show? Is it on Netflix? And like, no, it's on Crunchyroll. It's the show about, the, you know, this character that's trying to save this girl in his past. And it's like, really cool. Where is it at? Crunchyroll.com. It's an anime. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> an, an anime? What? What is Is that a cartoon? And it's like this. the conversation just goes downhill really quickly. And that really sucks. It sucks that I can't have just as much of engagement to a room talking about these really great stories like uh, Usagi Drop, a, 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 a guy taking care of this girl that n everybody else was was pretty much going to throw off to an orphanage. That's a really compelling story that touched my heart and got me to cry. But nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear it unless they are an anime watcher. Exactly. Even, even, even somebody that I trust, like the guy that got me the job that I have right now, I trust that I can tell him about a show and he won't laugh at me. And he'll actually listen to me. But he's not going to care. I know he's not going to care. It's not something he's going to go out and watch because he's got all these other things that he's taken care of. He doesn't really care to get involved with anime. It's one of those frustrating things. It, it, it is one of those things that I have a, a person that I tend to talk to about different shows that I watch. I don't talk to her a lot about all the shows I watch, watch but I occasionally I'll, I'll, I'll because I know that anime would be a great medium for her. And it's it's funny because it's it's one of those things that I can I can bait her with these stories, and I can go, you know what this story is about, and I I, I think I talked to her about uh, Death Parade, or I talked to her about um, uh, just different sh shows, and it's like Death Parade is a great one to tell yeah, somebody about, I, and they're, they're like, really, that sounds really cool, exactly. And like you can find it on you know this exactly. network, and they're like, and it's what like the hell's crunchy. The roll? second they see those colors, it's like shut down. Why? What is it that that 
is about that that just kind of cuts it off. I mean, I know this person would really enjoy this because, I mean, she likes Walking Dead. She likes a lot of the things that we would talk about in, on a general basis, the things that we like. She would like these things as well. And then to have her get to, right to that moment where she's just interested enough and then the second I mention anime, it's over. What is it about anime in general that just cuts people off? It's 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 really a, it is a it sucks because it, it limits people and I and I don't, I don't blame people. Whenever somebody gets to talking to me about you know Orange is the New Black or something like that, it's like for me for me it's like it's not that I'm not interested in checking out something like that or or a Netflix original or a new show that's coming on you know Fox or something like that. It's not that I'm not interested in those. It's just that I have my I'm already full up with what I'll, my time is already full up. And so I can understand that some people just have their schedules already full up. They have the shows that they watch. But when somebody shows interest in what you're talking about, and they're like, they really do seem like they want to check it out. But then when you mention it's anime, it suddenly shuts them off. It's like, now, now you don't have an excuse. Now, yeah. if I was telling you about the story and they're like, no, nah, I just, I, I would love to watch something like that. I just don't have the time. Then yeah, I can understand. But right. And that's like that's like when when the first time I heard about Game of Thrones, I wasn't too hot on it. I, I the idea of it was interesting. It wasn't until people started telling me the storylines behind it, it was like, wow. And when I actually seen it in in actual story, actually watching it on the TV, I was like, wow, I've got to watch this show. I got dug into it, watched it, went and did the books. So it, I don't understand what what's the, the switch. I mean, I've, I've checked out Black Mirror. I, that's a very interesting show. I mean, storylines that people bring to me. I mean, I want to watch Westworld. There's, there's no doubt about that. But why, why is it, if, if, if you can sell me on a story and I'm, I find an interest in it, I'm not going to suddenly stop because it's a French show. I mean, like I said, Black Mirror, that's a that's a um British show. I'm I I tend to not care for the British uh uh sense of humor. It's not that I don't like British sense of humor. I just don't care for them. But I did like the Black Mirror. And and I and I I've I've watched other shows of theirs. They they have a very very dark humor and I I really liked a lot of their darker shows what is the name of that other show that um yeah, it was like, very along the lines of black mirror it was um kind of like a twilight zone type show mm. and i i watched it and it was really sick and twisted but i actually really liked it that's the thing with with british shows they tend to have a very very dark uh tone to their shows and i really like the way they pull those off but yeah, it's it's. I'm not gonna just randomly be turned off just because it is, for lack of a better term, a culture based show. I don't get that that mentality. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I, I think that could probably be a, a huge. That is definitely like we can start getting into the stigmas, the the possibilities that what people might block. And like I mentioned before, there is there's valid arguments. There's time. You know, uh, my, my the one that I uh, that got me the job when I talk to him comfortably about this stuff, usually it's because he's got a limited time. I mean, he's got children, he's got his job, he does have hobbies that he is trying to keep up with. So I'm, I'm obviously that he, he doesn't have the time to get into it. Um, but there of course is probably other reasons why, but not to assume what, that these are kind of, you know, 
confine most people. But of course, the the first one is it's cartoons. Their immediate response is, "Oh, those 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 Japanese cartoons or Chinese." We said Chinese, Chinese cartoons. cartoons. Um, I think that is a huge stigma, and it's funny because, and that's just definitely a, a difference in culture. Uh, it's funny because we have uh, a growing number of adult uh, cartoons lately. I mean, we had. That start off with Simpsons, and we had Simpsons Family was Guy, the and only had... adult cartoon for the longest time. Yes. <laughs> uh, King of the Hill started jumping in. All the shows that were popping in on the the late night, uh, um, what was it? Tsunamis, uh, Adult Swim, stuff like that was Family popping in. Family Guy, South Park, uh, which is kind of a pseudo cartoon, but these these shows started kind of growing and growing. But I don't really, and I think that's the problem. Is I don't when when I think westerners think about adult cartoons they think of simpsons and family guy stuff that really is sitcom comedy that just has adult humor they're right. they're always comedies they don't they're not really a real life story they're not slice of life they're not dramas they are usually purely uh comedies right and so when you tell somebody about a this really great show has got this great story. It's an anime, and they go, it's an anime show, so it's a cartoon. They can't take it seriously. They think cartoons, they immediately think either it's comedy adult or it's, you know, Looney Tunes. It's got to be one or the other. The mind does not get, it doesn't think about, wow, a compelling real-life story about, you know, this guy adopting this girl and taking care of her. And it's not a comedy. It's not adult. It's not violent. It, they, it's almost like they can't get in that middle ground. But right. I think most of my responses is usually always it's, it's Pokemon, which is another way of saying it's a cartoon. <laughs> or it's hentai. So, any comments on the cartoons? It, it's it's one of those things. I, I find it strange in, in one respect because when I think about uh, kind of the the movies per se, you, you, you do tend to have more adult nature um, uh, animated movies, and I automatically think of things uh, that automatically go into our realm. You're not going to show a, a kid Ghost in the Shell. Well, probably not. I mean, no, you may. I mean, I mean uncensored one, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> or and, and, even some of the Ghibli films. I mean, they do. While you could watch a a kid could watch a Ghibli film, most of them. There is a few of them that you definitely would not want to show a a kid. It's just the there's this level of um, only two maturity that, that technically you wouldn't want to. I mean, there's Grave of the Fireflies, and there was one other one. I think I wouldn't want a kid to watch the the Princess Mononoke. I can't I can't imagine a kid wanting to watch uh, decapitating arrows. Come yeah, on, Andrew. I guess yeah, but it wasn't gory. Demonic boars. <laughs> Bog boars ain't that bad. <laughs> anyway, the, the, my point is, is that there is a the, the, no matter how you look at it, there's a maturity level to. I mean, there's brothels in 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 Princess Mononoke. You don't want to explain a kid a brothel. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that goes back to the whole discussion about it. it. Really depends on your children and how mature they are. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's, there's that's a why level they say of maturity. guidance. I mean, they the, the parent understands their children, right? And and that's what I mean is there's a level of maturity. I mean, yeah, it, watching watching um, uh, uh, Kiki it, it is adorable and fun, and a kid can watch it. But a lot of, a lot of the themes in there are actually more adult in in nature. 
So, I mean, there is a level of maturity to understand what is actually in there. And, and that's what I, I, would, I would assume that, that a lot of people just don't, don't quite grasp that. And so the automatic reaction would be, well, no, just give this one a shot. But there's still that level of um, uh, breaking through that, that, that stigma, like Andrew was saying, getting, getting past that level of where, where, where can we uh, break through that, that chain? Yeah, and I, I guess this is a good time to kind of point out that I'm trying to aim most of this stuff, and especially when we get into our, our uh, suggestions for people, I'm trying to move away from even, uh, I mean, you can bring it up for, for comparison, but moving away from the idea that, well, everything can be explained by telling them, watch Ghibli. Because I think Ghibli has an inherent thing with it, granted putting aside things like Princess Mononoke with the violence or the brothels or, or Grave of the Fireflies for the very, very serious uh, nature of, of post-war kind of stuff, or, or mid-war actually. Um, but I don't want to go off and say everything can be solved by that because technically Ghibli falls in the realm of Disney. So when you're, t- when you're trying to tell somebody that these shows are technically not cartoons, they're for grown-ups also, you can't really just throw a Ghibli at them because then they go, well, that's that's technically like a Disney show. It's 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 Because we technically do have cartoons that are for the family. It's, you know, the Aladdins and stuff like that, or Lion King. A lot of those were made um, masterfully, by the way. Uh, Disney does a great job of it. Pixar did a great job of it. DreamWorks is these great shows or these great movies that the entire family can enjoy because it's fun and entertaining for the kids. It's got, you know, hidden humor and adult themes or what or uh uh grown-up type Inuinous. themes in there that yeah anyone is also that uh, an adult can actually get entertained by it so i i, w- I don't want to rely on ghibli so i'm going to try for this entire thing to really not rely on that we will use it for comparisons and and contrasting but i don't want to rely on ghibli because that's, that's a given uh, anybody you, you can offer them a ghibli and you're pretty much safe that they're going to be able to find some kind of enjoyment out of that um but we want to we want to show people we want to get possibilities for people that can you know really hit on these things that it isn't for kids it isn't always for kids let me get that straight because we we've talked about this to death um not to death but we've we've hit it a couple times this concept of um that anime isn't necessarily for an a target audience of just kids and it is a it's an entertainment medium that while we see crunchy roll every 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 season, we will do our preview, and we take this big old list of stuff, and we jump it in front of you, and everybody goes, well, there's this many of this show, and there's this many of this show, anime's dying, when in fact, it's these are time slots for different channels. They're not necessarily viewed as a la carte. You need to watch it all and consume it all. It is a, it's an entertainment medium, and this is just, this show is done for this channel, for this audience, for this time of the day, late night or whatever, where we usually see it as one gigantic thing whereas these are actually targeted for different audiences and that's something that you have to kind of understand when you're looking at uh what these shows are actually targeted towards kids adults or whatever which we'll get more into later so um kids kind of uh plays right into that like i said before it people just assume that all this stuff is for kids to pokemon or whatever like like pokemon um but yeah the other one that i always get hit with this is like so fresh in my mind because it was the recent example that I've had where I I because uh, usually whenever I actually do finally bring it up to somebody, it's usually when somebody asks me for some reason they'll ask me something about podcasting, they'll ask me something about what I'm going to do for a certain day, 
um, somehow they'll prod out of me the idea of what I'm going to do for podcasts. And I usually tell them, yeah, I do podcasts. It's, uh, oh, what do you, what do you do podcasts for? And it's, usually it's a dance around sometimes depending on who it is sometimes i'll say it's it's a podcast where we talk about uh some asian asian culture and stuff like that or japanese <laughs> culture or something like that we're really into it um but sometimes if i feel a little more comfortable i'll say yeah it's for uh japanese animations and yeah that usually that that recent response that was negative was immediately uh oh that one it's pokemon and and hentai or something like that and, and okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> everything if if you look at the 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 seasonal we're gonna do our, our preview for the winter season here soon and uh let me tell you we have 15 new pokemon series coming out <laughs> and 15 new tentacle porn so get ready everybody tentacle porn and pokemon is the entire season um but no it, it's that is another hang-up is and, that, and it's funny because with people that don't seem to want to take the time to actually look in anime, it's funny that the one thing they get out of it is that it's almost like they search what is Pokemon or what is anime and the top result is hentai, hentai, po- uh, Pokemon, hentai, hentai. hentai. <laughs> it's like, where did they get the hentai from? I mean, were they searching for this? I, were they searching for anime porn and found hentai? No, no. I do they, think, they, I no, think they don't usually say, no, let me correct this. They don't say hentai and this person didn't say hentai. They say porn. So. Right. I think where that came from is actually, I think that's Blockbuster's fault. <laughs> I can I, see that. Yes, I, yes. I really do think that's blockbusters. I got a lot of from there. <laughs> because, exactly. Back in the day, it was like, oh look, it's anime. Like when I watched it in high school, and then I go grab it, and wow, whoa, whoo. Okay, and I that's think that it. that stigma probably came from that because a lot of kids would go and get the cartoons, and it looks like it's and got a pretty girl on there, and. And the parents looking at it and going, what the heck is this? And he says, well, it's it's cartoon, mom. And when mom goes and looks up what, uh, hint, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think Blockbuster is probably the biggest proponent of this problem. I, I can see it. I can definitely see it be that. I can also see it being a thing of, no, I don't, I don't know if Netflix really has any of it. I, I would have to look, but there could be a thing where they have some shows on netflix that has maybe a a cartoon cover on it and they click on it it has some kind of pornography within the first 10 minutes of it i do know that they have some more or maybe they're just watching skinamax uh, versions of shows that are japanese in nature on there but i don't necessarily think that they I, i don't know that you would necessarily just bump into them that's the question though I, I do think that a lot of this problem will naturally solve with Netflix, mostly because a lot of these shows that are more adult in nature are going to eventually get linked up to shows that people are naturally watching, just just in, in general. So I do think that Netflix is going to eventually break down the wall. It, as, as, as hard as it is, eventually it'll break down the wall. I don't think that it's going to be the fix all, though. I think I think the I think Netflix, if anything, is going to be able to break the boundaries of uh, having adult content within anime because currently all we really have is, you know, the bars just to sell the Blu-rays. Where I think if once Netflix gets really big or they start making a lot of shows in in, in Japan, uh, it's really going to be up to the creators. If the creators say I need to have this nude scene in here to tell this story, then I think they're going to have the full-on flexibility of being able to do that. They're not going to care about it being broadcast on television because it's going. That's straight true. to Netflix. That's interesting. We're going to start I, I wonder if they're going to be able to get around it, though. Around what? Around the law. 
What law? There's censorship laws all over the place. Well, I know, I know they're not going to have like you know certain parts of the body showing, like they have a thing about uh, hair uh, showing, whatever. But, uh, but my thing is, is really the idea that they don't have to worry about. They're gonna here soon. We're gonna get our first full on it's dumped straight on Netflix type shows. They're not they're not broadcasting on television, and when that happens, they don't they're not gonna have a too much of a restriction because it's gonna be on Netflix, not on. Right, I agree. I just I I don't know how far the laws do reach because it's technically still something that they are yeah creating in Japan, right, and right, the right. censorship is in Japan, not necessarily whether or not it's being broadcast. I I I I I, I think your 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 point is interesting. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I I, I do also wonder if there's that uh, the the concept of people immediately thinking it's hentai or it's porn is just them. Seeing shows, seeing short clips of shows, and just getting uh, the 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 etchy, the etchy showing up really quickly, and then reali- then them thinking, okay, this got to be porn, right? Like, are they really honestly seeing these hentai shows? Yeah, I can see something like Blockbuster or whatever, or uh, some kind of rental because I I experienced that. I, I went into these places and said, oh, there's anime right there, and most of the time it was in the wrong location, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's really sad, but. Uh, these people didn't really pay attention to what they were putting on shelves or the ratings on them. So I do I do wonder if a lot of that uh, just has to do with them running into these shows and then seeing some kind of etchy in there and just assuming it's going to be pornography. It's, it's one of those things that it, it is it is really frustrating that that it does have this stigma, mostly on the the fact of the I mean worse than than the other shutdowns. This is the one shutdown you don't want to have. Is is somebody go. You're talking about the the, the tentacle stuff. I, that that's because you automatically go on the defensive, mostly of oh shoot. Uh, you 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 sometimes just don't have an answer for that because it's no, it's not. You're you're especially when you're trying to convince them that it's an it's more adult in nature, and yeah. then it automatically goes into porn realms, and you're like, no, 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 no. Okay, you gone too far. That's the that that's the other stuff. I mean, I it's 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 funny to explain. I uh, was talking to one person one time about how the 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 shows have a uh, th- that stigma of automatically being um, more uh, porno in nature, and it, and and when people talk about the show that is going to be the 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 better ones you automatically go to the ones that may have a sex scene or something like that and when they go in and they look well what's an adult anime you can't look up adult anime please don't look up adult anime mm-hmm. that is a bad idea I, you can't even look up mature because yeah. mature, the, the, the term for mature is completely changed right it, it is one of those really frustrating things is the only way we can do it is walk them through it until they get the grasp of how anime works in general. You don't want them to end up in uh, some of the more shadier sites. And I think that comes along with the idea of the the way that I always respond to for the hentai uh, comment is my analogy that I always make. I always I always tell people there you do realize if you go online right now, you will find you can find pornography cartoons for any cartoon character out there you can True. find them for bugs bunny you can find them for uh babs bunny you can find them for any looney tunes character you can find them for any pixar character you can find them for any disney character there is cartoon porn online for western for western cartoons 
Now, if you find one of those Looney Tunes pornos out there, does that immediately mean that you do not go watch a Disney show or a Disney movie? No, it's just that that exists there because somebody wanted a porno for a, a Looney Tunes character, but that doesn't suddenly mean that you don't take your kid to go watch the next Disney movie. It's the same. It, there's always a target audience for something. They made that for the porno for a target audience. Disney makes their movies for a target audience. It's the same thing for anime. There is a target audience for hentai, a porno. There is a target uh, audience for Jose. There's a target audience for kids shows. There's a target audience for Shonen. There's a target audience for everything. It's the same thing. So whenever somebody brings up the porno concept, I always say, well, there's Looney Tunes porn online. Does that mean you're not going to take them to a Looney Tunes or not going to show them Looney Tunes on television? No, you're not. There's a difference there. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's usually my response for that stuff. But uh, it, it is still kind of very, very disheartening to, because yeah, like you said, that's, that's one of the hugest roadblocks for somebody to throw right in front of you. I had another point, but I completely forgot. So I guess I'll move on. Um, this kind of goes along with it, but uh, I haven't yet to hear this one, but I've heard them online. Oh, I was just going to say, I think a lot of the hentai uh, stigma also comes from, and a lot of these things really does come from it. And we'll get into this more later with uh, the fandoms and stuff, but I think a lot of that comes from uh, online as well, like Twitter or something like that. You, you're you're on Twitter and there's a political campaign going on and then there's a troll in there that throws a, a, a tentacle porn thing on the in their Twitter feed, and then you go, oh, well, that's obviously yeah, that anime stuff. Well, so. it doesn't help to have uh, uh, peop- uh, talk show announcers go up and point it out as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that was a <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> if you support this person, you watch anime porn. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's a. It's funny because in Japan, uh, for the fandom for Japan, our our issues always seem to stem from. And of course, this is just based on our small vision that we have japan this can be completely different for the people that are of japan but what we what we see from the outside is always the idea of oh crap there was another criminal and they found anime in their their house there's going to create a big stigma for anime over here it's just porn <laughs> and who we vote for in porn <laughs> oh we're, we're ruined again the 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 anime fandom is looked down upon again because porn that's not as not as uh, bad as murders and stuff like that but uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I've ever really had this one brought up to me, but I would assume that it's probably, I think this is more prevalent to people who are in the know about anime, but they don't necessarily watch it on a regular basis. And I think that's the lolly. I. The lolly. Oh, well, it's char, child porn, I think is the, I the, think, technically the term. They don't say lolly. They say child porn. Yeah. The child porn is what I would, I would assume that I've heard. I don't think I've ever actually heard anybody say that, but this one is one of those that I, you can't really do anything about, and it really, really kind of sucks. It's this goes in the same realm as technically hentai. Yeah, it's it's that's a stigma that is Japanese culture in general, and there I don't think that we can really do much about. All you can really do is say, well, unfortunately, that is an aspect of it that we kind of just have to deal with. It's not. We don't go out hunting for it. Most of the people that we know don't go out hunting for it, but we do know that it's there. Does that make sense? I, I think there's a... It's 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 another one of those ones that's hard to kind of get into with talking to somebody, or it's, it's difficult to even defend, because you're not technically going to def- defend the fact that there is, you know, like, 
lolly porn out there, you're you're more de- you're de- more defending the idea that it's not all of anime. Again, just like with hentai, it is there is a there is people that do make lolly hentai. Then there's also the element of the concept of a lolly character in anime is not always porno. It is often just this is this cute thing. And that's that's the troubling thing. So when you when you put aside again, not defending lolly porn here, if you put that aside and you're just looking at the concept of a lolly as a cute entity, like a show has a cute lolly character that shows up out of nowhere, uh, a cute lolly uh, mad scientist that pops out of nowhere and is really really brilliant and makes comedy. That concept is just an element of it is cute, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think. And it's funny because the people that get all up in arms at all the another show that has another lolly and that is so foreign to them. And it's like, I grew up with people talking about like in my childhood, there was like, what was the, um, the, the young girl that was in those live action movies in America uh, a long time ago, Shirley Temple. Yeah. Um, all that stuff was like, there's this really cute little girl and she's all frilly and she's cute. They have uh, child child pageants here. The concept of this little girl is really adorable and has frilly outfits is not something that is foreign to Westerns. I think Mary and Kate and Ashley were our, our, our age. Shirley Temple was before our time. But what, <laughs> what I'm saying is that frilliness, they're yeah. a really frilly character, really adorable, says, you know, it talks really grown up. I mean, that concept is like, why is the concept of a lolly character for the sake of being cute, again, not for porno, um, why is that so foreign to Western audience when we did have these kind of things in American culture? The concept of a kid being really cute is not... Why is it suddenly... If it's an anime, it's suddenly... <gasps> oh, no. It's it's a thing. It's cute. It's adorable. You want to hug it. You want to squeeze it. What what is What is so wrong about that? Well, there is the aspect of... <laughs> the the sexualizing thing and and that's one of those things that i do understand to yeah. a to a certain le- the level because i don't want to really see a lolly character sexualized I, I i agree with that when they bring it to the realms of etchy or hentai yes that's when it becomes crap now i can't defend this right <laughs> it, now now the thing is is one of the things that does kind of it's and it is a double-edged sword because I and I've seen this in Western shows is is where they'll they'll take the little girl or something like that and she'll make a comment and it's like it's just slightly off that that the adults will get the humor but the the kid doesn't right and, well I and mean they don't they don't even try anymore lately it's like they have the kid cuss up a storm and yeah they don't yeah right <laughs> or say something sexual and everybody laughs at it it's like wow we're worse over here yeah. sometimes. <laughs> And 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 yet we we hear people bashing anime for doing this, and it's like I actually like what anime does with it better than I like what Western audiences do anymore. But that's beside the point. There is this level of having the humor there, and 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 I'm not justifying it. I don't want to see lolly porn. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is a level of having that there almost as this dangerous joke and and then they move on and there is that aspect and we will get it in anime you're never going to get away yeah, from it. uh a showman sample was a was a was last year or something like that yeah and that was a, that was that was pretty much the one that was just before we did a podcast about fan service and we discussed the idea of the writer's intent and it's like when i watched that show 
I would never recommend that to anybody who wasn't into anime and understood what that was, what that that's there, because that is a show that uh, me watching it, I seen it as uh, it didn't bother me as much because I am used to a long time ago uh, babysitting kids. I haven't haven't done here recently, but whenever I've babysit kids, these kids would just they would just take off their clothes and they would just you know run around naked. I mean, it's not foreign to me. And but if somebody else watches, it, they go, "Oh my gosh, this is child porn!" And it's like, "Well, okay, I didn't really. It didn't dawn on me when I was watching it because I'm just used to that. I didn't see it as sexual. Right. I seen it as this kid that just took off the clothes. I mean, but it, it is a thing that you could never. I could never recommend it to anybody because I don't think they would see it the same way I would see it. Yeah, especially after hearing how much of a plus it is a technically a next show. People did and, make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it has. And when you went in the freaking title, so. Um, yeah. And of course, like, I guess the, the big, the other big one is, of course, that it's in Japanese or it's, uh, it, it's not too big of a deal anymore just because we have so many dubs available, but there, there's definitely a, a block that there is the subtitle issue. And then of course there is a the fact that it is Japanese, but yeah, I, I think one, the one, the one stigma that, or one block that is the language barrier is, is being more dwindled. More so now than ever, I can watch a show, really enjoy it, and then expect that we're going to get a dub of it within a year, and I can buy the Blu-ray and show somebody. Right. But the other aspect of it just being Japanese, I, that well, that's, shoot, we've that's got shows. <laughs> we got shows. I, I'm 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 just blown away that we have shows within two weeks are already being dubbed and online, yeah, ready to go. And and so if I really, I mean. I could, theoretically, I could take somebody and just have them watch a dub of uh, Death Parade right now. And and it's completely fine. I love having that available. Yeah. Um, But, of course, the other side of that is the concept of just being Japanese. Then that that goes into a whole different realm of um, issues. So if somebody has an issue with it, just the fact that it's Japanese, and that's just their narrow-mindedness. So there's really nothing you can do about that. I don't think you're going to convince somebody if they have an issue be just because it's Japanese. Uh, That's do- a whole do- another issue that <laughs> none of us want to approach. Are you sure you want to be that person's friend? I mean, just saying. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much covering most of that. I, I, I don't know why I have a bullet point for why they hate it and why they view it, how they view it. Um, the justified area of this whole entire conversation is where I get into the area where I really kind of wonder where some of the stuff that is doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me that there's these barriers. Like it surprised me that there's barriers of them saying it's cartoons or them saying that there's porno. It, it, it it doesn't take too much effort to really kind of somebody is obviously not thinking about it too much. If they just throw something out like that, that just seems like they just don't care and they don't, they don't want to get involved. So they just throw out those quick things and just step away. If they truly did want to, if they were truly interested and they wanted to take the time, they could think about, well, maybe it's not all porn, or maybe it's not all just for kids. They obviously have some kind of block, they don't care. But when does it get to the point where there is a logical argument because of something what that is causing a block? And I do think that the fandom, uh, the fandom's attitude, I think, is a huge block, and that doesn't surprise me. Um, the concept of, of, the, of the weeaboos and stuff like that, the... Somebody sees a video of uh, a kid chasing down a, a little girl. I, I've here recently seen this whole thing where this kid was chasing a girl through a 
uh, a neighborhood running like Naruto. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> thanks, guy. <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> you're helping the fandom at what you, you're not creating. So, and of course, like there's like the murders and stuff like that with with um, what was it the the Miyazaki murders and stuff like that. That that doesn't help at all, but. There, there is a, a stigma that I can kind of honestly say, well, if they bring that up, I go, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a really stupid case. Those are stupid people. Well, that isn't, that's not the fandom as a whole, but there, there is, fa- there is fandom that does create issues. There, there is that, that level, but, but you also have the Trekkies and the, and the Star mm. Wars people They they, there is this level of, but they of, also create that, that yeah, stigma too. They give their own stigma and we have our own stigma. We, we, while there is some of us that are very, very, um, for lack of a better term, like, like I'm making us sound more classi- classy and digni- dignified than we actually are, we do have that, and we need to be aware of it. And it's it's one of those things that there is a level of overwhelming somebody when, when we talk to them. It, and, and we have to remember that there is a level of we don't want to turn the person off by something that we're excited about. Just, just feed it to them softly, you know. And, and I don't know how to better put it. Just, just, hey, Andrew, I know this anime it, or this show. It's got this, this, and this in it. And don't start geeking out right then and there when they're still wait when you're still waiting for them to mm-hmm. uh to receive that first little bit you know let them let them talk to you about it and and, it, and we have to remember that because one of the things that we like to do is geek out i know it i do it i i've i've i don't know how many times i get to talking to somebody about something and i get so excited i start blabbing on for 20 minutes and I overwhelm them and that can backfire on my trying to get them to be interested in the show that I like. And I don't want to be taken wrong because I, I think that like say say some people went to a McDonald's restaurant and that restaurant has happens to be pretty close to a an an a, a anime convention or something like that. They go in there and they're they're with their family and they just want to buy a burger and sit down and eat and then they sit down and then like this, this little group of people that are all outfitted in Naruto outfits or something like that, and one of the kids gets goofy and starts running through the the walkway like Naruto. What's your hatred I mean, towards Naruto fans? <laughs> I just have the Naruto running thing in my head, and that's a really easy example. Um, okay, uh, they're dressed up as Steinkei's character, and one keeps walking around going. I mean, they're no bleach swords. Yeah, but I I don't want to be taken wrong. Because I believe that everybody should enjoy life. If you find enjoyment out of running through the alleyways like Naruto, have at it. Have fun. Enjoy your life. But I do see at the same time there's it's creating a stigma because that family having a burger sitting there and suddenly this person starts yelling do-do-do over and over again. And everybody's giggling and they keep saying do-do-do because everybody's giggling with it. And that throws a huge stink on those people to ever even think about touching anything anime. Or uh, go online and look up a cringe video uh, on YouTube. It's probably going to have some anime fan in there doing uh, the Haruhi Suzumiya dance or something like that in uh, full cosplay. But I watch those cringe videos and I don't get cringe because I see those people as they're having fun. They're enjoying life. Get over it kind of thing. I And I want people to enjoy life. If they find fun in dancing Haruhi Suzumiya cosplayed as... Uh, uh, Rim 
from ReZero, do it. Have fun. Enjoy life. But again, at the same time, don't be surprised that that does create a stigma around people to ever touch anything anime because a lot of people in life are boring. People yeah. are boring. Grownups are boring. <laughs> you, When you grow up, you either leave your, your, your young having fun self behind or you keep it with you or you do like me where you keep it hidden to everybody else and you have fun whenever nobody's looking i mean there there's there's different people in life either either it's Are the person that's the harry suzumiya dance no I, oh, okay. I, would, I would fail at that i thought i thought I, th- I thought that since since nobody was looking you were you were talking like <laughs> we we're getting ready to or something i don't know it's 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 a it's a definitely a, an issue because like I said there, there's a lot of people that they will grow up and the only fun they ever have is when they get drunk because that's the only time they can force their stinking bodies to have fun is they have to drink to do it and then there's people that will just be goofy and have fun me and Chris will watch a show and just make fun of it and have fun and a lot of people just don't have that that ability or they, they've locked themselves out and so when they see somebody having fun they want to yell at and say that that is that is stupid and that those people should grow up or I, you can apply it to anything. There's some Trekkies over there. Those people need to grow up and 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 stop I talking. Don't, I clean don't on. want them to stop. I want them to have fun. Right, right. That's the thing is is I wish that I wish that we didn't have to seclude ourselves in a, in a in a con once in a while and to have our fun. I want I want us to be out in the open. I want to see. Um, Chihaya Furu on on a on a billboard out out on the ri- road while I'm going to to work. I I I want to see like a Rim Zero bus driving by. That would be exactly. so cool. Or, the, or the, Fate the, Zero or Limited Blade War I, or something. I would love our country to be more open to Japanese anime. I I I I want our country to be more open to just life in general we're we're so drawn upset and mad at everybody and i want us to be more happy put freaking anime girls selling chocolate milk for goodness sakes i it's we we're so mad and angry and yelling at each other we we our our commercials are yelling at each other all the time When you have, when I can you hear have, a commercial a, yelling right a, now. <laughs> when you have a Samsung Galaxy commercial that's making fun of iPhones following an iPhone commercial making fun of Samsung Galaxies, that's when you know we're in bliss right there. No, I think it's just our culture. Our culture loves to to judge people. It likes to it likes to look down upon other things. Like that's not cool. I'm better than that. And they 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 raise their nose up to it. And I think that. That is and we don't do much, and we don't do much better when we we look at them and we go, well, I watch anime, <laughs> piff piff. You don't understand what real art is. We have to remember that that it, it's a two way street. Yeah, and that's 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 uh, the concept of fandom is, and like like Twitter and like I said, trolls that that do that kind of stuff. It, it's it's a constant thing that's out there that does create that stigma. Like we mentioned earlier, the whole news broadcast of, of about people that are watching anime porn voted for this person is because they seen a bunch of replies and the avatars were all anime. That doesn't mean suddenly that those are bad people. <laughs> well, most trolls are bad people, but <laughs> that's the point. Uh, but when you, when you, when you have people that are, their culture is to troll other people that it's not that difficult for people to get a bad view of something when you're running around with an anime avatar. So it happens. So, I've been Kenpachi on my my internet thing for years. Yeah, nah, I ain't changing it. I thought it was the cat girl. No, that's Twitter. 
Oh, just Twitter. Okay. I know that. Um, how to break the stigma. Okay, this, this, we've, we've hit quite a bit of this going through all this stuff just because we couldn't help it. I don't know why I put here's the problems and then following that up with a bullet point of how to fix it because technically we're talking about how to fix it while we're talking about the problems. Um, so when somebody does question you about anime or you, the concept does come up, how do you really tell them that it's not just cartoons, that it's not porno, that it's not something they should be afraid of, that it is something that's, um, no, it's, this is going to be different for everybody. Of course, you, I think the best way to introduce something, somebody into something is to know what their favorites are. If you run into a random stranger and talk to them about anime, it's going to be very difficult to tell, to tell them about anime, um, without some kind of basis. So if it's somebody that you know, and they're really into sci-fi, you're gonna be like, dude, check out Nice Sedonia. It's on Netflix. It's, it's really cool show. It's a lot different case by case basis, what you're going to be able to break into them. But when it does come to the concept of the difference between animes in the West and anime in the East, we of course mentioned earlier that anime is the difference between anime and cartoons or the difference between the anime medium and mediums in general is that there's not many mediums that cover all the bases. I think the best way you can explain it is that live action Western is anime East, uh, Eastern, I guess. Um, that live actions in the West can be targeted at anybody. They can have children's shows that are live action. They can have, uh, grown-up shows that are live action. They can have, again, porno that is live action. The Western, Western medium for live action is broad. It is the biggest thing in the West. We have uh, blockbusters all the time making millions of dollars. Movies are a huge thing in America in, in general for us. I uh, wonder if speaking. they've got anime news. What are we talking about? Wow, that would be cool. I'd watch world news in anime form. Okay. That's what I was out of nowhere. Um, I'm not sure where you're going with that. I, but, I just was, was thinking of the possibilities. But when I when I was talking about when we talked about uh, I think when we did a sub I think we did a sub versus dub kind of conversation before um, the one thing that I always brought up with that was that the reason why we love sub so much is because the voice acting culture in Japan is technically the same as our Hollywood culture the you know the John Travolta's and the the Nicholas Cage's all these different really big actors in the West is who we looked up. These are the actors that everybody goes crazy gaga. They want their signatures. They want us to meet them. They are our stars in North America and Western culture, whatever. Um, in Japan, that equivalent is their voice actors and voice actresses, their seiyus. Those are the ones that are the big stars. Those are the ones that whenever they have a, whenever a show comes out, they don't make money on the Blu-rays. They don't make monies on the airings on television. They make money when those people go to a stage show and everybody pays boatloads of money to go see that and to meet these people. Those are the people that makes the money in, in anime. So I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> so when I, when, I, when I think about a comparison for somebody, it's going to be, you know live-action movies and live-action television show in the West? That's pretty much anime over there. There's a broad audience, and every show is targeted at a certain audience. In anime, there is shonens. There is shoujo shows. These are shows that are for children, or these are for children that are female and male. They actually have genres for specifically girls, specifically boys. Then they have the, the, the seinen, they have the jose. 
These are shows that are typically targeted at 20 to 40 age, male and female. They have target age groups for their shows because that their the content is specifically for them. A Jose show isn't for a little girl. A CNN show is not for a little boy. Alternatively, the the young sh- the the kids shows are not for adults. I mean, they can watch them, they can enjoy them. I mean, we watched Pokemon, we enjoyed them. Um, so there is some overlap, but these shows are typically targeted for certain people, and there's such a broad target. Uh, show again, Roku Roku Shinjo, uh, Shinju is not Pokemon. You're not going to show a kid show again Roku Roku Shinju. They're going to be bored out of their mind. They don't understand what the concepts that these people are dealing with, that these adults are dealing with. They're not going to understand anything about that. They're going to be bored. And that's not to say there's some kids out there that are like 12 years old that are not going to enjoy that. That's not what I'm saying. But like a six-year-old is not going to watch a lot of these adult-targeted shows. And again, when I say adult, I don't mean porno. I just specifically mean they are adult. They are they are shows that adults it's would relate CIS. to. Right. I mean, so it's it's that barrier, that, that distinction needs to be made that there's technically – a broad audience for these things and their target audiences ma- match broad groups of people. I don't, I don't know if, uh, well, I guess technically you can say like, a a lot of romance shows or Hollywood, uh, or Hallmark channel are, are targeted f- to female adults or whatever. But that's again, the same in, in Japan. These anime are kind of like that. So yeah, FX would be the guy's network and, I guess Hallmark. Yeah, I guess you're right on that. And that's, I was thinking again, Lifetime. That's in general. That that could be people that uh, that that cross that barrier. So Lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Or W. Is it more something O-W like that? Or um, Oprah Network. Anyway. Yeah. Oprah Network. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that 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 needs to be drawn, and I think, and that's a really difficult one to explain to people. So <laughs> you can listen to that over and over again, or if you need me to clarify, I can. But just to let them know. The basic way to explain it is that Japan for anime has a broad stroke of how they have these things genred out. And these these it goes across their manga, it goes across their light novels, it goes across their, their anime. These things are built for target audiences, and those can be adult women, those can be young girls, those can be adult boys, those can be adult boys, adult men, those could be uh boys. I mean, they they know their tar- they know what they want their show to sell to and they they target those people and they go after it um it's more more prevalent in their manga and whatnot because they have like specific manga for different audiences but it's 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 evident in in their anime as well because a lot of these things also fall in time slots that are you know late at night and they know that their children aren't going to be watching this stuff they they turn off the channel the television at some point um uh, so it can it can reach a certain audience so it can reach that that guy that just got off work and went to his hotel because he's away from home and he watches a show um, late at night. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already went into the, how to explain uh, hentai, the the concept of of explaining them that there's porn made for American tar- cartoons as well. That doesn't mean you suddenly don't let your children watch, you know, I Pokemon. Liked your, so. I liked your your other explanation of there. You've got a a a, a whole bunch of. Uh, live action shows if i was to say that there's porno would that automatically negate all live action shows yeah yeah i guess i guess that's it um for how to explain it like i said I, that, that's the main two reasons uh that i think that it's going to be pretty much blocking people 
and I, I guess when it comes to the the fandom itself, when I that was the other big one that we we're talking about. The, the explanation there is that people just want to enjoy life. Let them let them enjoy life. Well, I mean, what is what is it to you? Get your own kind of thing. <laughs> Get your own joy. Don't don't be knocking on somebody else's joy. So. Um, yeah. I mean the 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 hardest one to 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 get over I I think out of all of them would probably be the ch- child porn and, and that's that's one like I said before it, there's no real way of getting around that we I mean I I believe I've had somebody mention it once before and I and I said yeah there's no way real way of getting around it it's just it 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 would be like saying um, Americans have dogs and that's that's evil and cruel yeah there if you think it's evil and cruel you're not going to get around it i mean it's part of our culture does that make sense sort of yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i it i'm i'm trying to to put it's there is an ingrained culture whether i guess it's not as as common in japan i'm not i'm not implying that it's a very common thing it's I'm saying that it's 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 something that is there. We have to acknowledge that it's there. We can't ignore it. Can we can we go over there and change their entire culture right now? No. It it's it's something that we have to acknowledge is there. We're not we're not protecting it. We're not it's just there. It, well, it, I think it's fun to I, I the the most fun I have out of defending anime is drawing comparisons. I like when somebody says, uh, "Oh, that's the you know they have those those freely outfits idol care." What, what's with those idols, Andrew? And it's like, what uh, have you ever turned on Disney Channel lately? Disney Channel is literally copying the concept of idols right now. You cannot find a single Disney Channel star right now that's teenager that doesn't have some kind of pop group behind them. In Japan, whenever the whenever these anime come out, or uh, are you bashing the Musketeers? Musketeers have been around forever. Technically, yeah, that was that was another big one as well. Um, the the concept of that in Japan, when they have an anime or say you whatever that's big, the I mean, we they they joked about it in Shirobako, but technically it is something that is that happens again. Like I said earlier, they don't make money off of Blu-rays. They don't make money off this other stuff. A lot of their money does, and we ha- we were talking in our discussion here recently when they were when they were talking about the increase in revenues that anime was making. What was the big money maker? It was these these events. They were the 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 Broadway shows they do, or whatever, or the the panels they do with these seiyus. The seiyus are what are making money, and they do have a lot of singles that they sell. I mean, every anime that comes out. Uh, or not a lot of anime, but a lot of the anime that comes out that doesn't have specifically a singer that is doing just the theme, they'll have the cast do the song. And guess what they do with that that cast? They make it into a CD and they sell it. You can find it on CD Japan whenever you don't, whenever it's not like a you know an Aimer or or uh, Swano Hiroyuki or something. You can buy them there too as well. But um, but Disney is copying that concept. They're doing the same thing every time they have a star on a Disney Channel show. In the commercials, you're gonna have a song by them. I mean, it, it, they, they're doing the same as that thing. They are making their their stars into idols, and so the, the concept of idols is it's just the way that they present them is a little different. Idol groups are a lot different. Not all of them are freely in Japan. There's a lot of them that are just kind of Disney Channel. They're they're you know wearing regular outfits and they're singing a song and they're trying to be sexy or whatever. And again, the ones that be sexy, 
<laughs> they're equally as going for that with the Disney Channel characters. They are very much pushing the boundary of what they can do uh, seductive-wise. They're, they're trying to make these girls sexy. They're trying to make these boys sexy. So it's, like I said, my fun that I have is going, why is that an issue? We do it here as well. We're no different. So when you're trying to throw that at me, you don't 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 ignore the fact that Western culture does all the same things. Um, like I said, the hentai we have porno for a lot of uh, stuff over here as well. That doesn't mean suddenly that that is uh, we're any different or that anything outside of that is suddenly tainted. Um, I think the only thing that we really don't have over here that is in Japan that you can't really make comparison of. Like, like I said, though, it's it's our comparison really is our live action. Uh, violent horrors, um, dramas, adult dramas, all that stuff is prevalent in anime, whereas us, we only really do it in, in live action. So We have Moe. We have Moe over here. We have Moe. Um, we just don't call it Moe. Yeah, yeah. We call it cheerleaders. Yeah. When, when, you, when you talk about the frilly, uh, frilly uh, idols and stuff like that, we... We have cheerleaders. We have, like I said, all the all the people on Disney Channel and stuff like that. So I mean, we have Valley Girls. It's not not foreign over here. They have Gyarus. We have Valley Girls. Yes. We have Valley Girls. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess that the only thing that really leaves me on this list, and I, I, admittedly, I didn't spend too much time on this as much as I wanted to over the week. Um. Completely forgot about it, but. I did want to jump through some possible suggestions you can give people. And again, this is going to highly rely on your, if they know, if you know what their likes are, you can aim at specific things. Or if it's a complete stranger, you might want to stray around some of these ones. And it also is based on how much time you think they would want to give. Uh, movies are really easy to suggest to people just because they are one and done. Bite size. Where it's yeah. a little more difficult to go, hey, go watch Shirabako, and that's a 24-episode show or whatever, um, or 26, something like that. Um, it's too core, so it's a little more difficult to have somebody run through. And 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 like Andrew said, when it comes to aiming the show, that's that's something that you have to kind of fill out their, their likes and dislikes. It's not, it's not something that, like Andrew was saying, you don't want to just dump a grimgar of fantasy and ash when they're sci-fi buff yeah well the difficulty a lot of the stuff also has and you have to kind of uh look at it yourself beforehand is uh and it's 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 just a it's it's just a thing about it and it's something you have to kind of deal with is that um a lot of anime relies on goofy antics within it it relies on uh etchy humor and so a lot of these things, you want to make sure there isn't little snippets of that within it, because you can have an entire show that is very adult, but then there's one moment that will ruin it like that. There's going to be that one split second that somebody fell over and there was a quick penny shot. And even though that was the only one in the entire show that will ruin it for them. Uh, so you're going to have to know the limits of the person that you're talking to. I again, when we're talking about uh, erased that technically has a scene where the mother is in the bath with the little girl and they're having a moment together, you know, burying themselves, uh, a really touching scene. Like I said, that just really wrecked me, but there's people that seen that as again, child pornography, but it's not, um, the intent of the writer is completely different there, but I can see that if somebody had, if somebody, like if, if somebody said, no, that's all porn, you're not going to show them erased. 
because they're going to see that scene and go, look, like I told you, it's porn. <laughs> so you do have to you do have to kind of look at these things before. And uh, even uh, Akira. Akira is a, an amazing movie. But again, there's a scene in it where the girl gets her shirt ripped and they're out there. Her chest and is out there. People say that's they will porn for some say strange that's porn. <laughs> so you do have to look at uh, Ghost in the Shell. Technically, when she uses her cloak thing, she strips down. That's going to be, or when they're making the android, the very beginning, it's, if you have the uncensored version, it's going to be nipples. So you do have to look at these things beforehand. So even if it is an adult show, it's aimed for adult, Japan doesn't care about those kind of things. They're like, I'm going to have that android it's being built. Obviously, you're going to see its chest. <laughs> We're not. They're not going to be building this android and suddenly throw a cloak around its chest because suddenly we made that part of the the android. They don't care. They're very raw about what they show, and they're not. They don't have filters like like we try to do just because we don't want to offend anybody. Uh, so you do have to kind of keep those things in mind when you're going into this. So do you remember the culture shock shock thing? If you don't know what that is, um, I don't know if you want to do a quick explanation of it. Um, we we've discussed it before in 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 one of our shows before. Um, the culture shock th- aspect is remember that there is aspects of anime in general that we automatically take for granted. We understand them, but somebody who does not understand them might jump in and not understand. So you want to pick a show that's more neutral on on things. Uh, um, I know you've got a list there, but shows when we mentioned Ghost in the Shell, it's kind of out of the realm of Japan in general. It's it's something that is written for a more broader audience. Yeah, I think that in Akira, Akira is definitely in in that realm of breaking those boundaries. I I mean, and there's some that are a little bit more easy to accept. Like if you went to something like Spirited Away, that that show, and again, I I was gonna avoid Ghibli movies, but it's the first example that came to mind. That one technically is rooted in a lot of Japanese stuff. I mean, they're in an onsen, and there is, you know, Japanese folklore, spirits and stuff like that, yokai and stuff like that inside this this uh, onsen. But it's a little more accepted because it's just fantastical and enjoyable, and you're kind of experiencing with the character. Um, but I do agree that there is, a, there is an element of uh, culture shock that you can run into. Uh, you might... You might not even realize that there is a bunch of, uh, say, um, archetypes and tropes that are thrown at you because you've seen them so many times and it just kind of goes in one ear out the other. But when they see those archetypes and tropes, that might be like, whoa, right? why is that dude suddenly doing that? Or why is this character jumping all over the place like she just ate? Five million yeah, I was, cubes I was, of sugar. I was thinking, I was it's a thinking, kinky character. We're we're used to it. You might not. I was thinking, Taiga. You you, you don't want to hand somebody Taiga and and her beating the crap out of everybody who walks near her. It, Why it, isn't it, this girl like arrested? <laughs> what what is this show you're showing me? <laughs> um. Yeah. So, like I said, my list. I have I have some quick links here, but it's going to be really based on the idea of who you're talking to. Uh, we already mentioned Ghost in the Shell. That is a, I mean, that's going to be one of those ones where I think most people that aren't even anime know what Ghost in the Shell is. Of course, we did have live action here recently. That's, and that's a great way to 
introduce people. If you can get the Ghost in the Shell, I think there's a certain version of it that is technically censored. And I think you can, I'm not sure if it's actually available in the menu. You might be able to select the censored version, but uh, I, I don't think, think it's, I don't think it's too, version, I don't it? think it's too heavy, but it is a adult movie. And as long as they understand the idea that, yeah, you might see a nipple, um, but it is, it is a, it, this is the old, it is easy to tell somebody, you remember that live action movie that recently her recent? Oh yeah. It had uh, Scarlett Johansson or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's the, here's the original. This is, this is where it came from. This is, this is the thing that started the phenomenon. And that's a great way to kind of throw that at somebody. Um, the concept that, that Hollywood is acknowledging it is a great way to introduce people in anime because if they poo poo it, you go, well, Hollywood's acknowledging it. We had Death Note movie. Don't watch it. Uh, we had the Ghost in the Shell movie. Some people don't say don't watch it. Uh, we're going to have more stuff coming in the future. So obviously, it's something that is that has such great stories. Hollywood's even, uh, I mean, your name is being acknowledged. So that is a great way to show them that that, that anime isn't something they scoff at because Hollywood's acknowledging it. Um, Grave of the Fireflies. I mean, if anybody has not, I mean, that that's one that I think all history teachers should probably show uh, children in school. That is a a great movie. Now, again, that's going to be one that you're going to have to fill people out if they don't like something that is hugely tragic. That's not going to be a good first experience for them. But it is one way that if you know somebody is into history, if you know somebody is into World War II, uh, war movies, stuff like that, that is one that you can go, look, this is anime that is making a statement, is talking about this time period. It gives you a raw look at this time period check it out. This will show them that this is very serious. This is very adult. This stuff knows what it's talking about. It's not all fun and games kind of stuff. I still don't think that's a great introduction. <laughs> <laughs> but if you know somebody that is a huge history buff, you don't think that would be one that you would throw uh, right in their face and say, look at this I still now. think that would be pr- kind of brutal. <laughs> but I, I think that's something they would come we back want- and say, oh my gosh, that was a fantastic telling of that. I want I more. agree, but man, uh, you're... <sighs> I, you just went from... I don't know. This is all this kitty porn to this is the most brutal show <laughs> I've ever watched. <laughs> Bunny Drop, I think, is a great one if you know someone that's in, uh, you know, has kids and stuff like that. It's, it's it's got. I don't remember if there was anything in it that was questionable. I mean, I want to say there was the concept of her. I don't know. There's a little teasing, that. but it's it's not not as bad as um, again. That's the uh, three sisters and the and the uncle. I don't th- it, uh, nothing got not, nothing got that bad. It, yeah, it, it no, was, don't do that one. It um, was because I think that that guy ruined that show for me. That 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 took yeah. it from innocent to to baity. So yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a little bit. If you took out the guy, okay, and you just had what listen to me, girls. I'm your father. Is and you, it would just be a, a a couple notches down from that. It was it was v- tame yeah. it, compared to what supposedly happens later. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Um, Shirobako. <laughs> I again, still haven't read it, and I don't know if I w- ever want to. Shirobako is definitely going to be one if, if you know somebody that's into animation, that you know somebody that's into you know Disney and the animation process, somebody that's into studio process, into the production of mediums. I think they'll be really into that. Just This one's going to be one of those ones that you have to gauge their desire to watch 26 episodes or whatever, how long it is. That one, it, and that's, that's a hard one because I... I understand it. the 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 idea is showing somebody that 24. this is not for kid, not necessarily for kids. This is a 
this is a medium that is that can be serious. And I think that Shirobako is great for that. However, on the flip side, it being a slice of life, it will have that tendency to be, and it is for the a good portion of it, if if I don't have any care of it, it's gonna be boring. But I think the only way that you're any show that is not a kid in nature that you're trying to show them is adult and very mature, it's either going to be slice of life or it's going to be action. So what else do you have? I agree. I'm I'm just, I'm just throwing out a kind of a, a devil argument for that. I, I don't, I don't know. That that one, I think that one's a little bit harder to, go with well that's what i said i mean it's going to be more for people that you know that somebody's into uh the creation of art that's into Mm -hmm. the creation the studios and stuff like that in america or whatever they'll they'll probably more artsy they'll probably like something like that uh and it's a great way to show somebody that uh what goes behind making this stuff that it's not just you know a bunch of (laughs) it's a bunch of cute girls making this cool stuff no it's the the personality the people that are behind the creation of this stuff cute girls with donuts Yes, that's done, what done, done. that's what makes your anime. <laughs> um, your name, of course, that's one that's probably uh, been talked about a lot here recently. But that's definitely one that I we're gonna end up showing it to our parents here soon because we finally got the dub version of it. But that is one that uh, is a basic body swap story that is uh, got a lot of cool stuff in there, and I think that uh, there's not too much in it that's gonna be too, uh, you know shocking for them cultural cultural shocking for them that they'd be able to to adapt to it i I think that's something that just has a story that can be consumed by really any kind of uh country so uh i talked to akita already just know that there's uh it's a good action show very sci-fi uh it's 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 incredible animation and weirdness to it I don't know that I would recommend to anybody unless they're really into action and want some really fun-looking show because you're not going to really give it to anybody else because it's going to be – if they're looking for a story, it doesn't really it, – it doesn't conclude the story. I mean I just finally got the the, the manga that I can finally look into the, the end of it. So um, – and I know it's just not all there, but it's an option. Uh, Bacano, this going to be more for somebody that likes uh, – Crazy. Yeah, crazy, action, fun, um, violence is in there, so being aware of that kind of stuff, but it is more of adult as well. So, Time of Eve, I would recommend to pretty much anybody. Anybody. This, this one and the next one, Death Mostly Parade. Mostly sci-fi buffs, though. <laughs> Death Parade and, and, and uh, Time of Eve is one of those ones where I can pretty comfortably recommend to anybody uh, because it doesn't have any questionable content in it. They both have a theme that they're going for that is compelling, uh, time, time of Eve, of course, being more for sci-fi people. It's, you know, robots or androids and all that kind of Death stuff. Death Parade is more along the lines of probably questioning your existence and and morality. Morality is a, a big thing. Um, but yeah, mind games, stuff like that. So I think that is an excellent one to, to throw at people, which I finally watched <laughs> uh, Death Billiards here recently. That yeah, had did. a very vague ending. <laughs> Uh, almost annoys me how vague it is. Beck, if you ha- if you know somebody that's into music, um, just just keep in mind that it's going to be something that requires somebody to have a little bit of an open mindedness to Japanese culture, just because it is viewing uh, young adults in Japan 
getting into music. And so there is some kind of differences there that people would not fully understand, um, except for that guy that speaks in English and cusses them out. They'll understand that part. <laughs> Unless they watch in English. I, I wonder how that dub worked. Um, maybe they talked in French or something. Steins Gates, this one is going to be, you really know, need to know who you're re recommending it to because it does have Japanese geeky in it. Uh, the characters are very, uh, act very otaku. Uh, there is an otaku character within it, but they mostly all act very archetypal. It, they, they're not the, it's not the driving force of the show, but that is there as the humor. So you really need to have somebody that is, you think is going to have a lot of patience for it. So agree disagree i i think that that one's going to probably culture shock a lot quicker yes, than a lot yes. of them that's that's what i mean <laughs> uh terror especially Resonance. once we get once you get to the boy yeah yeah definitely that that's which i think that one would be a kind of a uh, a block for a lot of people that that should have been probably something we brought up earlier along with like the lolly thing is the trap nature um and this is not to offend anybody, but there is there is a there is a large group of people. Uh, there's a there's a loud group of people, um, passionate people that are very much so offended right now by the trap culture. So you really do need to know what where they stand with the concept of a character that is a trap. So that's I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Terror Res Resonance I put in here is not the m perfect show or anything, but I enjoyed it a lot. But I do think it it feels very Western in a lot of ways. Um, there is, uh, what was the character in the later part? Nine was her name? Or, yeah. Yeah. I think she might rub some people the wrong way. No, she just was how five. She acts. She was five. Five, yeah. Um, but I think the rest of that show is very Western and action suspense type that some people I might I think enjoy. it would do pretty good. Erase, like I mentioned earlier, Besides the fact that there is that whole bathroom scene, which I think was put there for a for a purpose, and I thought it was very beautiful, some people might find f issue with it. Um, but outside of that, it is a very cool uh, show about you know somebody trying to help somebody. Don't sell it to them as a suspense. Uh, uh, what's the term? Mystery. Uh, mystery. <laughs> Don't sell them as that because I think a lot of people got ruined because of that. Uh, if you know somebody that's into dark action type show, very uh, psychological um, type show, Garden of Sinners is a movie series. It's on Amazon uh, Prime right now. So if you know somebody that has Amazon Prime, they can watch all those movies. And they are very high production value and really cool. Uh, Mardock Scrambles in the same boat as that one. Very dark, very uh, action-y, very a um, little bit of psychological in there as well. Um I'm not sure where that one might be available. It is a Sentai Filmworks one, so it might be on High Dive. It might be on Hulu. I'm not positive where else. But that one also has technically a scene where a character gets raped at the very beginning, so <laughs> do let them know that beforehand. Um, it, it's not too shy about uh, having her naked, so you do need to have somebody that's okay with that, that element. Uh, Perfect Insider, another great uh, kind of mystery show which we don't really get too many of in the anime realm, but that one definitely fits the bill for that one. Um, really cool little who killed the person in the, the, the closed room type of thing. 
91 Days, if you know somebody that's into mob-type stories or uh, Godfather-type stuff, um, definitely is in there as well. I think that one would be a good one for most of the Western audiences. I think that a lot of us would be able to um, accept that fairly easily. Yeah, yeah. Parasite. It, does Funimation have a dub for that? Yes, they did one. It's an sure easy way easy for folks to be get it. That would be easy for a lot of people to grab at. Parasite. That one was. Uh, I don't think that one panned out towards the later part, so that does make it difficult to suggest. But it was at the time a really cool little story. There is cultural shock elements to that as well, because you're basically following somebody in a Japanese town. It does follow him through his life, so there might that might be a stumbling block. Uh, one that I would recommend a lot, but there again, this is one that I don't think it's on Netflix. If you get Netflix the Blu-ray, somewhere? if you get the Blu-rays of Nicedonia, it's in there. But I don't think on Netflix it has the nudity. Um, so you might want to check it beforehand. You'll know really quickly because I think within the first two episodes he walks into the girls changing in the the locker room. So if you don't see anything there. Tell them to watch the Netflix version of it. I'm pretty uh, sure but the Blu-ray the Netflix... versions of it was not censored, and I'm so pretty sure the it. Netflix didn't have it. I don't. Think I don't. So either, I don't remember, I remember when we watched. Any. I remember we watched it on Netflix, and then we watched the Blu-ray. Or I watched it on Netflix, and then I watched it with you with the Blu-rays. No, later. I watched it on Netflix with you. Season two, we watched season, season two, two on Netflix, and then I watched the Blu-rays later, and they weren't censored, so it was a, it was very different. So I do think the Netflix version is censored, but I do think if you're if anybody's into sci-fi. Uh, space drama, stuff like that. Um, they're going to love Nicedonia. It's really, really cool. So that's definitely a suggestion as well. Did I miss anything, Chris? I don't know. But I was going to say, in general, um, like Andrew had mentioned earlier, the, we, we kind of keep mentioning it, but what you want to do, if you if you want more shows outside of these to show people... Generally, look up your Jose and your Senin. Um, that's spelled S E I N. Yeah, S E I N. Yeah. So, th- if you look those up, uh, you can go to my anime list, and I don't know if you just dumped in. Just Google Jose. search. Google search my anime list space Jose J O S C I or yeah. Be Sanin. careful not to say Jose or something like that because I'm sure it'd be ca- uncomfortable. Um, but what you want to do is you want to uh, get get the my anime list and, and start looking through those. Generally, if you go ahead of the person that you're trying to suggest these shows to, these are the ones that if if somebody goes in if you if you hear somebody go, this is the top ten list of all the shows in, in anime. They'll probably mention a lot off of these two lists. Mostly because these are the ones that are generally considered the more adult type stories that a lot of us really that enjoy. Connected to somebody, yeah. broke their heart. I uh, like right right in the list. Show again, Roku is right there. Me and Andrew raved over that show. Lots when it of came Honey out. and Clover. Yeah, Honey and Clover. Uh, but you're you are going. You can't just throw them the list and say, "Here, watch all this stuff," because right. there is there is things that break the bound. Ba- there is the for the the Jose side, there is technically the Fajoshi stuff. There is mm-hmm. the very pretty boy baby type stuff. In the Satan side, there is still the Moe stuff that is in there. There is the uh, like when I look through Jose right here, there is Amnesia, um, uh, Survive. Yeah, there was uh, 
Devils and Realist is, was was the one. I yeah, was so there is earlier. there's a lot in here that is not going to really leave a good first impression. But there is like the Natsumi uh, Rendezvous. There is the Michiko and Hachin, or not the Michiko Hachin, the Hunting Clover. There is the Chihai Furu. There is the Shogun Roku's uh, Kids on the Slope. That, and that's and that's kind of and that's kind of why I was saying go ahead of the person that you're suggesting these to. Yeah. Make sure you know what you're suggesting to these people. Don't just go. Every like Andrew was saying, don't go here. Look at the Senin list in in my anime list. <laughs> Zephyr lead and go exactly Tokyo you, Ghoul. So you're gonna you're gonna make school, a lot of school people prison <laughs> prison school. You're gonna turn off a lot of people with some of those Show shows. Bits, yeah. But my point is, is that <laughs> a lot exists. of a lot of the a lot of the good shows come out of this list. It's oh. it's we know what to look for on these lists. Not oh, yeah, everybody Ajin. else does. Ajin would be another fantastic one if they're in the sci-fi. Um, same makers in Isidonia, so uh, yeah, I don't want them to watch Bigata HK or <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there's Brynhildr in the Darkness, so yeah, it, I mean, it, it's, it is a great it is a great primer that you can look through really quickly, get some ideas um, heavy action, fun show, Black Lagoon is a really good option, so um, if they're looking for something that's more slow and uh, atmospheric, something like Mushishi. Um, I wish I can get a hold of Munster. Do they have somebody listed there yet? No. Biz Media. I think that's the manga, so, yeah. Uh, so I hope I give you guys, or I hope we, we gave you guys some options that you guys, you can throw at people. Like I said, if you, if you know what their likes are, and those likes weren't kind of covered in what we kind of just listed out here, let us know in the comments or send us a message and if and we could see if we can uh you know based off of what you think they'll like we can give you some suggestions uh spies uh joker game there's another good one um so yeah we hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. it actually ended up turning out to be about an hour and a half how do we manage that chris <laughs> I kept sidetracking you. We managed we managed to chase some rabbits and pull off an entire hour and a half. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm really happy that we managed to pull that off. Like I said earlier, we do... Or I've, I've said about three times now, but I do want to mention again, we are planning on pre-recording our next two podcasts as a winter 2017 preview, or 2018 preview, sorry, um, and a spoiler cast for the fall 2017. So hope you guys enjoy those two podcasts, and then we'll be back on our regular schedule going forward but we're not going to miss any weekends we're still going to pull it off we've got a big big week coming up here soon <laughs> fun stuff we hope you guys enjoyed again this podcast answering for anime to you're going to have two weeks off and then we're going to have a week straight oh gosh don't even remind me about the <laughs> podcast Anywho's, we hope I'm, you guys giving him, I'm giving him two weeks off i mean what can i do I can't I'm do much. Gonna, I'm not having two weeks off. <laughs> I never I never have a vacation when I want a vacation. I'm never allowed to have vacations. There's always something going on. But anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Again, if you have any questions about uh, particular cases that you guys are dealing with, let us know. We can see if we can help you through it. Um, because we want to help people who love anime spread the love of anime. Uh, we also want to help people not scare people away from anime as well. Um, and definitely... Leave us a comment if you have uh, a question about one of these titles or a title that you need. We might even have some people on our forums that can help you out as well or throw some suggestions. If you guys have suggestions for great shows for people to check out or do recommend to people, definitely let us know. Don't be any Ghibli stuff. We already covered Ghibli. <laughs> 
Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. enjoyed. Again, we're at TalkingSpirit.com. You can go there for all animes, new and old. Our great uh, community in the form links top. Social media links on the right side. All that good stuff. And y'all take care. Oos. Good.